You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. Planning trips and exciting romantic getaways are what you want to do when you're in a honeymoon stages of dating and you're all excited about your new found romance. But before you get all wrapped up in the cute pictures you plan on taking with both of your toes in the sand for the gram, let's get real about the things you should really be considering here. Okay, guys. So when is the right time to plan a trip with someone you're dating? And then you got to think about like when you're under the stress of traveling that's when your true colors are going to come out or your partner's true colors are going to be revealed. And is a trip, like when you're when you're like trapped on this trip, is that the best time to discover that? And then once you start traveling and you're in this happy relationship, you fast forward to years down the road when you're traveling as a family and like you bring your kids along and maybe why that doesn't totally feel like a vacation, right? I mean, it's a great thing to think about, but some things can potentially go wrong. We're not poo-pooing it here, but we're just going to like go over maybe some of the rules here, right? Well, Jen, just recently, we last episode, we were playing that honest dating pack, which was a lot of fun. And if you listen to the last episode, you could, you probably want to pick it up. I'm sure you're on your way to that website to pick it up now. But at the end of the episode, Jen <laughs> dropped a bomb on us that not only has she been dating this guy for three times in a row and she liked him, but they were going away for the weekend for like, what was it? Three days. And it yeah. was like a, and it was like, it might not have been far, but it was like a stay over. Right. And that's dangerous. That's, that's a, you, you put yourself in a danger situation where you didn't know, but Lauren and I were actually like, because Lauren tracks you on your phone. <laughs> she was making sure you're at like restaurants and not like in a river somewhere. Yeah. And but I made so- her like, tell me all of like the hotel and where she was. And I kept texting her and all that because like, I mean, you know, this is how people get murdered. Thank God she did not. Right. We all watch Dateline. We all stay home on Saturdays after the age of 32 and watch Dateline on Saturday nights. And that's what we do. 2020 on Fridays. So we all know how this happens. But Jen, so tell us, how did it go? Was it a horrible mistake or are we moving forward in this relationship? Did the trip work? Well, to start, I wasn't murdered. So that's cool. I'm here for the show. Amazing. Made a teaser. Our teaser was we didn't have you speak for the first. Exactly. There was a lot of surprise that I uh, maybe I'm not here at all. And that's the big surprise. But uh, no. So I want to also clarify, I had gone on three dates, like, you know, typical dates with him, but we had hung out two more times. Like he came to a friend's birthday also. And then I went to brunch with his mm. friend. So we actually hung out five times and each time was like many, many hours. And yeah, we but, talked- you were also, but you were probably also a $6 Uber away from home. All no, time. he lives on the west side. He lives in Marina Del Rey. You were a so, $32 ri- yes, Uber ride away from home. Exactly. You weren't I could escape. an hour and a half away at somebody's house. 
Correct. I could escape. But so it, I will say this, was a big risk to take because I also like my personal space. I like to know what the plan is going to be. I like to know that I'm safe. I have my dog in tow. I want to make sure like we're both going to be happy. And from start to finish, by the way, this entire trip was a surprise. I had no idea what we were doing except the region we were going to. But that's a lot of trust too for a planner, but he had good taste on all of our dates. I trusted everything that he liked to do was going to be great. So short of, you know, like if I wasn't going to be killed, then everything else would have been fine. But it was out of a rom-com. The whole thing from start to finish was the most perfect trip I have ever taken in my whole life. What? Yep. He is like something I couldn't have ever imagined I would ever find. It, I feel that all of the cliches, the whole like, you know, you have to have patience, the right thing will come, it'll feel right when it is right. All of the cliches, which you know, I'm terrible at those and yes. whatever. Butterflies, but, butterflies, <laughs> all the butterflies. Mean, so many, just all the things like I, he's just incredible on so many levels like even down to the fact that we have a shared note doc where we input our like preferred activities who we need to hang out with all the double dates we have to go on all the trips our dates were both out of town so that we know how to plan around that like okay did you guys didn't talk about that on the trip though you thought you did all that like you sat at a table had a glass of wine and did your docs (laughs) well i had mentioned rob you're yeah. laughing and now Jed's laughing. But as soon as she told me that, I was like, well, they're getting married. Yeah, but I you know, but I understand that. I'm glad they're getting along. And I'm sure this was over the last five to seven <laughs> dates or whatever. But I'm saying on this trip, like no, we're talking about trips. Trip. On this trip, you sat down and did docs together about planning your next time. Not, a, not a Google Doc. It's a shared note in our phone. And actually, to give him credit, he's more of like an analog kind of person. But I was like, well, how am I going to help edit an analog document of all the things we've been saying out loud that we want to do? And how are we going to keep track of this stuff if it's not in real time, like a digital thing? So I went off and like either showered or walked mochi or something. And I looked at my phone when I got back and he had made a shared doc. And so it's like our adventure doc and it has all sorts of things in it. And he actually, he sends me calendar invites for our plans and it is just all of my dreams. I don't even understand how she found a person like that because there is like Rob and I are in shock that a person like that exists other than Jen, but somehow she found him and ba-bam. Well, that's the lid for every pot, right? There's a lid for every pot. He was probably going through people who couldn't stand the fact that he would analog shit and put them like they come back from walking their fucking dog. And then there's like a notepad on their fucking phone. They don't they probably fucking hated that. We're like, can you let me live? Let me live in the moment. But you guys like docking everything. And there he is. Then he just he just you had to go through his sour apples to find his his perfect tree. Or whatever. Uh, sure. We'll go with that phrase. But I mean, I just like also some of the things that could have gone wrong that I thought of while we were there, which didn't occur to me before that was like, okay, unpacking. Like we've never had a sleepover. Where does our stuff go? Is he messy? Is he clean? Which side of the sink am I? Which who sleeps on what side of the bed? How do you sleep? Do you snore? Uh, when are we going to when are we going to actually have sex? Because that needed to happen. So Did you analog that- sex, Jen? Did you guys oh. analog sex? We're like, oh God, in five minutes, the, uh, there's a calendar invite that it's time to have <laughs> sex. Are we ready? 
<laughs> and then like and then and then like somebody knocked on the door so jen removes the calendar invite till five minutes it's after like, the knock guys, on the door and then she sends him a text i changed the calendar invite i updated the calendar <laughs> oh man you guys i mean we laugh but like again to your point rob there's a lid for every pot and like the things that I would maybe get annoyed about of somebody I think are the cutest things about him and vice versa. He thinks my neurosis is like the cutest thing or like how I like fire off about certain things and I'm furious or like just stare off into the distance and appreciate the sunset for one hour. I just kept saying how much I love the sunset. He's like, we get it. <laughs> but he thinks it's cute. I don't know. It just seemed to have been something out of a movie and I could not be more grateful because it could have gone real south real quickly. So, so, I mean, I think everybody's begging the question. Are you, are you in a relationship now? I am. You are single taken or it's complicated. Yeah. You single taken or it's complicated, Jen. I am taken, guys. Oh, oh ladies and gentlemen. The market, everybody. Take wow. the dating apps. She doesn't have to get annoyed about tiger pictures on dating apps anymore. Yes. The I jerk mean, store is closed. The jerk, jerk store, store is closed in Jen's neighborhood. Gone out of business. <laughs> wow. Out of business. Deleted all the apps. Did you the did. Whole, all of them. Oh, Wait, when you got back so or when you were nice. there? No, when I got home, I mean, when actually when I was there, I was pretty disconnected from talking to other people, being on my phone. I really wanted to be present with him because we had fun activities planned and it was all just like so wonderful. I wanted to be as present with him as possible and get to know him and see what life was like with him and give him the respect of that because that's why we went away. So uh, the only times I were on my, I was on my phone maybe like when he was driving places or if I had to pee, I would take my phone with me and like respond to things. But mm -hmm. otherwise I really wasn't on my phone. I don't even have enough pictures. I, I we have some, we have really cute ones of us together, but I, I wish I had mm. more pictures. Fact. So let me ask you this then. Uh, th this is amazing. Congratulations. By the right. way, it changes the whole dynamic of the podcast, but I'm excited for it, right? Because now I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the single old guy on here now with a married woman and then somebody in a relationship. Yeah, but, but it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to watch you go through this, which which is leading me into my question perfectly. Do you think it's too soon to be doing all that? Is this the is this the infatuation stage? Is this not the like like is this like are we jumping in the pool too quickly? Should we? Do we, should we learn from our mistakes and this podcast, all that stuff, and be taking it a little slower? I don't know because I don't. I don't think I, we've talked about the podcast on the podcast about we've talked on the podcast about the rules and how they are someone else's rules potentially. Maybe they don't work. Maybe they're old fashioned rules. Maybe we make our own rules based on what we know to be true and feel comfortable with. And in our case, it just seems to really be super easy and really natural. So we've talked about it. We're like, is this too soon? Are we crazy people? And then we're like, well, I mean, he wanted to go away and I wanted to go away. So we went away and then we talked about not seeing other people. And then we talked about only, you know, being with each other and being a boyfriend and girlfriend, which I can't even say that word. I can't even say that word without feeling uncomfortable because I it's been so many years since I've called any human being my boyfriend that I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. Mm. <laughs> but well, which, but that's my point though. It's like it's, and I'm not trying to shit all over this at all. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Totally, of like you know, 
you, you, I mean, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you hear our stories and our voices once a week, right? So you're basically only like hearing our stories five times from, you know, when you were hanging out with the LA guy, you know, right. and then, which, you know, when, when I found out about the trip and how well it went, my first thing, what did I say to you? I said, that's why we wake up every day because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring, right? Totally. You never know what's going to happen. But on the reverse of that coin is, you know, LA guy wasn't that far away. Are you, or do you think there's a rebound happening potentially? Have you stopped to think about those emotions that are like, oh, well, this guy said no and I liked him. This guy says yes and I like him. Maybe I just be with him. So what happened for me was uh, when we started doing the cards and going on dates and doing all the things and getting to know each other, I realized he had a lot of the same qualities as the last guy, but even more like really great ones that I was excited about. And on the show, I've said every person I've dated to this point in the last however long, maybe year or two years has been better than the last and in this case, I can 100% say that this guy, I mean, I just told you about him. It's like he was made for me. It's nuts. That's why I'm still in shock that I'm like, are you even a real person? Did I imagine you? Am I senile? What's happening here? Like, I would think he's a ghost or something. But so he feels the same way about me. And I think as far as too soon goes, we were doing the cards and really getting to know each other on the romantic level and kind of knocking out all the things about being on the same page that like we both were. So we got the like sticky stuff out of the way and now we're just like excited to get to know each other about like all the other things we don't know yet. There's he's 48. So there's 48 years I need to catch up on. And I'm just a wee little 37 year old. So you, he's probably got a lot. This, you could probably skip the first 10 to, to 14 <laughs> Ten years. Yeah. Well, he needs to know I was bit by a dog at 11 months and all the things. So anyway, the point is, is that I think we can always back out if we're like, it was too soon. But at the same time, if we really don't want to see other people, why not just dive in and continue getting to know each other? Since all of the stuff about like, okay, what are you looking for? And all the, the harder questions are out of the way. Yeah. I think, I think taking risks when you have a good feeling is like the one time to do it. Right. Like I had a good feeling in the past about a guy that I, we will touch on a little bit later because there were a lot of weird coincidence coincidences from our past, but it ended up not working out so well. And we found out really quickly. I found out really quickly actually, but it was the time to like dive in because there were so many of these things for me that were like, Oh, like aligning that were a little weird. Like it's, it felt like we were cut from the same cloth in a way because of a lot of things that then ended up not really holding its weight. Like I thought it would, but that is not to say what you're saying is going to be that way, Jen. I'm just saying, I think when you feel a lot of these connections, you that's the time to take a risk, like go on the vacation earlier than you might, um, maybe take yourself off the market earlier than you might, because all of these things are aligning. And then like you just said, Jen, if you feel like you'll know sooner than later, at least with if I'm going on based what has based on what's happened to me before, I think it's something you also discover quickly as well. So it's not like, you know, and, and every time you take another step and it feels right, that's more solidification as, you know, to 
like make you feel like, yes, okay, we're still going in the right direction. This is still meant to be because it can keep just getting better. I don't mean and, to, I don't mean to play devils to be the bad guy here. I'm just being. I always play no, devil's I, advocate. I think I'm a fucking no, but Gemini. I also think you're thinking what everyone's saying because I'm right. in my mind scared too. Like, oh god, I'm god. also scared. No, <laughs> and I, I, but I'm just. We're just speaking because you know everyone listening is going like, oh boy, here we go. Right. You know, and obviously that's the risk that you take. But some people have stories like this. They were just like after mm. like four dates, we knew and. Some people have a story like me. or And also, like, it's not like we knew. It's not, we're not saying we knew, like, yeah. she's getting married tomorrow. Like, they got engaged. Well, in retrospect, you would say that, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but, I think but, I, but wait, but so do you think that because these emotions are so heightened in this situation with the, like, do you think that they'll be heightened in all of the emotions, like, bad? Do you think that because things are so good that when something goes wrong, it's going to be so wrong and it's going to be very like hard to handle? Wait a second. I have you on this pedestal. You're everything I ever wanted. You analog and blah, 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 blah. Why are you doing that? That's not that what I me, like. Rob. That's what happened to me. I hope that doesn't happen to you, Jen. And I think that's valid. But it's so funny that you bring that up, Rob, because it's exactly what happened to me and the guy I'm talking about. All of a sudden, something went weird and it went bad. And in fact, Jen was on the receiving end of the phone call when that happened. And I was absolutely hysterical because it like crumbled me. I was like, mm-hmm. what? What are you doing? Why are you ruining this? Yeah. Like it was, cr- but anyway, that it's funny that you bring that up, Rob, because it's exactly what happened to me. And I think that's probably a, a huge possibility in a situation like this, not as to say that's going to happen to you, but I think that, you know, that you run the risk of that because everything does feel really like awesome. And then all of a sudden, what if it's not? Yeah. And if we've actually did, talked about it. We've talked about that. Yeah. We okay. talked about what does that look like? What does fighting look like? What are our triggers? What- Listen. Everybody can talk about what fighting looks like until they're fighting, right? 100%. Everybody everybody can read a book about how to communicate and how to be a good fighter and arguer until it fucking happens. And then the emotions take over and, and well, the adrenaline takes over, you know? I think also, I mean, there are not a lot of things that rile me up to that point except deceit and things like major things. You I mean, are very calm. You are a very calm communicator. Even when I get like angry, you're like, okay, that's not the best way to handle this right now. <laughs> Try a different path. <laughs> it's like I'm in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, so thank you for that. But so he also is like that. And we actually had a conversation today earlier. Um, Cause when we were driving back, I mean, something came up in the car and I know that like one of his triggers is honesty and transparency and stuff. So I actually told him about LA guy. I wanted him to know the time and space. So he was, had all the information and, you know, didn't find out later. And I told him something else too today because I was like, again, we're clearing our dirty laundry out and I don't want one day you to be like, how come you never told me that when you had all this time to tell me that? So we talked about that today and like just his responses are so incredible to me. He's just like, wow, thank you so much for telling me that, especially after I told you how important it is to me to know that. Like, I really appreciate you like calling me and making it a point to communicate that information to me. You didn't ever have to tell me that and you made it a point too. And like, if we keep approaching it from a place of respect and knowing that our best interest is like one to keep this going and to, to have each other's backs or just really to get to know each other. Like where there's no malintention, there's no, I don't have to check the temperature. I know how he feels and he knows how I feel. There's no like trying to 
gauge whether somebody's going to get jealous about something. And then you made a point also earlier about like, is it too soon to take myself off the market? Holy hell, get me off the market. I find, <laughs> well, that's, like, that's, a da- that's the dangerous pitfall that I think we're saying is that you're but, very eager to get off the market. But the thing is, is that for someone like him, it was a no brainer because I was like, you have everything, all the things, including right. the calendar invites. <laughs> and the like, it's just incredible. I think that it's like my new car that I just got. It was sitting there waiting for me. I could have waited and not purchased it right off the lot after the test drive, but it was everything I wanted. And I knew I'd have to keep it was if I let it go, it was probably I'll probably never have that car that I wanted. And right? exactly. so I just don't have buyer's remorse. And let's hope that Jen does not have, have buyer's remorse. Well, guys, I think also just one more point about this timing. We talk about it, it's like this mythical creature. But when I hear his story and how like we had matched before and didn't didn't meet up at that point i come to find out he and his girlfriend had only broken up like in january but we matched in march had we gone out then it would have been horrifying so it took us to go through what we went through and all the other people and the things and like yes maybe la guy was recent but i think what i liked in la guy made me recognize that even more so in this person and and LA, guy, LA guy's timing was bad. He had other stuff. He going had on. bad timing, right? Yeah. Exactly. He had bad so, other stuff going on. Also, forty-eight exactly. and thirty-seven. I mean, maybe that's the magic combination. You know, I'm, I mean, yeah. he's probably going through a whole bunch of shit. I feel like I'm maturing um, emotionally as I get older and the way I respond to things. And I'm two years younger than him. Who knows what I'll be like when I'm forty-eight? You know, right? And Same he's in therapy and are. meditates, and he's just like. I don't know. A great freaking guy. I can't wait for you guys to meet him. But anyway. yeah, we can't wait. But all right. Now that we've talked about how good things went, let's talk about trips and how bad they can go. Because you did take a risk. You took a big risk with going on this trip because you could have been stuck in God knows where with no plans and no idea where the fuck was going on. And it could have gone bad on the car ride up, you know, and then you got to figure everything else. You got your dog and all this other shit. Not to mention if you guys traveled overseas together or on a plane somewhere, you know, I did this. I did all that. You guys, we all know that it's risky to take trips with significant others and they show like you said in the opening lauren they can show their true colors and how you know how they react to different high stress situations because traveling is fucking stressful you're not always standing in front of a cathedral drinking an aperol spritz getting to that fucking seat is fucking hard right so traveling have you guys had bad experiences and did it almost def- defer you from going or deter you from going on and traveling with other people again, Lauren? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay, so I did listen to what you're going to freak out when I tell you what I did. Mm-hmm. I, with this guy that I was just referring to. Okay, so I knew him. I bit, kind of like grew up with him, basically. But like didn't like we were on the periphery but like I knew him and all his friends and like we just never really crossed paths so like he's was from, it like high school you guys went to like the same yeah, high school yeah, but like the same all, group? no not the same we didn't even go to the same schools just same neighborhood like all mm. we, I knew him and he knew me like we just knew each other and we talked about how like he said he used to drive by my house in high school to be like to see if I was like out and I always thought he was super hot and it was just like this weird thing we never crossed paths until like literally I'm in LA like it's anyway and he lives in the Bay Area so like I fly home because I'm like that's where my people are anyway it's like where I live where my family's from 
So I fly home and I go to Tahoe with him for 4th of July. Stay in a house with him and his entire family. Mm. Now, the only, there was a backup plan. My friend Joey and his family were there too. And so I was like, okay, if something goes wrong, Joey, I am coming to your cabin. He's like, totally fine. So I did have a backup and I never went, but there was a couple moments of this trip where I was like, what? is happening. Do I need to call Joey? It was very weird. And even Joey told me after the fact that his dad, (laughs) there was like a barbecue at their cabin, at the cabin that I was staying at with this guy and his family. And Joey and his dad came and Joey and his dad were watching me with this guy, like whatever, canoodling, whatever the fuck we were doing. And Joey's dad looked straight at Joey and went, why is she with him? (laughs) and like he told me later like what we were all like what the fuck are you doing and i was just like in la la land thinking this guy was the greatest guy ever we were cut from the same cloth like wouldn't it be so cool isn't this such a cute story we like grew up together and all this bullshit anyway it was it was a huge risk it ended up being like fine enough but there were it didn't make me deter me from wanting to travel with other people because had I then come across a situation like Jen is right now I would have done the same thing it's just that what it did do and what we mentioned here is that it there was a lot of red flags that popped up because you're like in close quarters with somebody so you're like seeing them on a heightened in a heightened way and like a lot of the hours of the day. So you're like clocking some things. And so it did help me kind of learn more about this guy quicker, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. So you, you went to a, like a Tahoe trip. How old were you? Uh, like 33, I think. Or oh, like, you were, like, I, this, right I thought before, I, right before I, I met like, James. Oh, I thought this was like a, after college type I thing, like when you were 24. Up, we, no, no, no. We broke up and I went out and had a crazy night. I think it was either that night or the next day. Had a crazy night with some guy that I like and friends with. And then we just, you know, became, we were, you know, we had a, a crazy night. And I was hung over the very next day, went to a pool party from the crazy night. And I met James that next day. Oh, okay. That's, how it all happened but yes this was like right before i met james so so then did you and james travel together in the beginning while you were dating or were you like fuck this i'm not doing this again no it didn't happen no i don't think so but that it wasn't i wasn't if james had asked me i liked james a lot from the like very beginning. So had he asked me to do something like that, I would have, I can't remember the first trip we went on, but it was like, I'll have to think about that. So come back to me. But I, mm. it was a little bit more into our relationship before we travel anywhere. All right, Jen, what about you? I definitely had a horrifying one, which is amazing. It didn't shell shock me. Um, it definitely gave me thoughts that I was like, okay, all of these things could possibly go wrong. But I had a guy I was seeing in LA and then he went to New York for work and was How long living were you there. seeing him. Don't this, this Three months. now it's, now it's important because no. two months, two months. Okay. One to two months. I don't Wait, remember. It went from three months to two months to one to two months. Well, I can't remember if the entirety of the relationship was three months or if it was in three months. in. I think it was two months in. Okay. You're a, you're a quick traveler. 
You're like, let's get them bags packed and get this checked off the list. Well, I think I also get close to people pretty quickly because I want that and I don't have games to play and I'm just I'm trying to like, you know, connect. So I was seeing this guy in LA. He went to New York to work from there and he kept mentioning flying me out to go visit him while he was there and stay with him and do like a whole weekend. But it's interesting because he wouldn't actually pull the trigger. So I kept bringing it up. And at some point I like forced his hand essentially to book the flight. And then he did, he booked it. He planned this trip, but like right before I went, I could feel him pulling away. And I was like, well, wait, did he go? I have questions. I have questions already. Did he, did, did he, was he living in LA, but had to go for like a short term work thing in New York or did he move to New York? He was snake charming some snakes in LA. Yeah. I mean, in New York. (laughs) Yeah. He's an animal trainer of sorts. And so this is, he's literally a snake charmer. No, he's an animal trainer trainer and I called him a snake. I was living in New York. Did you mention that, Jen? No, I have not involved you yet in this story, but I was <laughs> I in New York. already. It's so you, you made I was it so broad. In New York at the time, so of course I was like, "What? We're going out to dinner with this human." And me and my mom and Jen and this guy went out, and we were like, "This guy is a fucking snake charmer." Wait, like, wait, wait, Lauren, you're jumping ahead now. I have I have questions about the beginning. I have questions I know, about. But I'm just telling you, he was a snake charmer. Okay, but now he might literally be a snake charmer. So, so. So confused. Okay, from from the beginning, you met this guy in LA. He went to go to New York to work with animals for yeah. a short period of time. He was going to be there for how long? What? How long did he say he was going to be there working? Month. A month. Okay. So he was like, "Oh, it'd be," and, and you were dating for maybe a month before he went. Month to two months. I can't remember. And you were exclusive. From what was, I thought, I think so. There was but no, like, there was no discussion. Him. Listen, you and you That's and not true. Actually, we did discuss it, but one of us kept that, and the other one had okay. reconnected with his ex girlfriend, and is, who is a prof- <laughs> an Olympic oh figure skater. No, that's oh not his ex girlfriend. Oh, no, you're mishmashing stories, Lauren. That comes after it ended. Oh, yes. Can whatever. we be? Can I be linear here for just yes. a second? How about I'll tell this story? All right, here we go. We were dating. I fly to New York because he brought it up. I have him like book the flight and stuff. I go. I could feel him pulling away right before uh, I left on the flight. Yeah, because you forced him to fly you to New York. No, simmer. Um, So I get there. He's a little off put by like, my presence, I think, just because he was like, okay, well, I guess we're really doing this. So we were stuck together for the weekend. It was fun for about one night. And then it got really awkward during the day. We did not jive as far as like our living habits and our what we wanted to do with our time, our moods. Like I'm pretty much this all the time. And I can chill, but I can also be bubbly. Like with my guy now, we had the best time and never got annoyed with each other. Like I said, like had good space and did our like joint things. And I mean, after three days we were like, okay, we could have stayed like a whole week together at this point. So with this guy though, in New York, it was like, 
we couldn't get further enough from each other. And so we did go to dinner with Lauren and her mom because one, they were like, we need to meet this guy. And I was like, thank God, because I need a buffer because I don't know what to do with this person. It's so uncomfortable. Tell me when you meet him if this is weird. And so he was, I think, polite and as charming as a snake charmer can get during the dinner. And I think he paid for dinner. No, you guys paid for dinner, I think, because it was so awkward. In fact, I think you did. But anywho, so... I don't, yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, then I had him go meet another friend. Kate was in New York at the same time also. And like we met up with her, but like otherwise we really did not enjoy each other's company. And I felt like shit because I had nowhere to go. And I don't actually like New York City and I didn't know where I was and how to get around. And I'm like not getting on the subway. Where will I stay? And I was like, didn't have money to go pay for a separate hotel room at the time and evacuate. Now I'd be like, peace, I'm going to a hotel and I'll go swipe and find someone new here. But at this point, I don't know. I was so wound up from this experience that I got, I went to the wrong airport to fly out. I was supposed to go to one airport and I went to a different New York airport because I forgot that like I was booked in different airports, like in and out. And so I just don't know what even happened. And I ended up getting to the airport, figuring it out, had to wait for eight hours in the airport after this travesty of a weekend, get myself on a different flight from that airport. Cause I couldn't get to, it just was a mess. Anyway, I come back to LA. He and I were like, not really talking as much at all. Like things had clearly changed. I think we maybe had sex the first day and then never again thereafter. How many days were you there? Probably three, four. Okay. That's a long but so time. then I come back and cut to find out that he's now training this Olympic figure skaters dogs. And then he goes away with her for the 4th of July with all her girlfriends and just him leading me to believe they are dating. So like he and I never really ended. And then this was happening. And like, then he, I found out he got back together with his ex actually. And that's who he was talking to before I got on the flight. And that's why he started pulling away. Moral of the story is if you have to force somebody to do something, it's not right. They should want to on their own accord. And that's actually what happened with my guy now. He mentioned going away. I was like, sure, I'd love to. He talked about dates. I said when I was free, next thing I got a screenshot of a hotel booked. It was that easy. And I was like, oh my God, the follow through was real. This is a real person. Oh my, he already booked our next trip. We're already going away again in three weeks. (laughs) Good, good. Look at her face. Rob, what about you? Have you ever had a disaster of a trip? And Yeah, but I, I just want to comment on Jen's first because it's like, okay, Lauren, yours, I get it. I thought that you were 24 the way you described how the whole weekend went. <laughs> no, no, well, after I, college is any time after college. Well, no, but I and knew him. Like I kind of knew this guy. It wasn't like a total stranger. Right. But to go to somebody's like vacation house and because, like stay with their family, it sounds like a Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock movie. It's like, why are you staying with like, family? He was like, he hyped it up. Like we'd love to have you. Like we're going to stay in a hotel one night and then we're going to stay with the family. Like they're totally fine with you coming. Don't worry. Like it's going to be so fun. We're going on a boat with Joey. Like it was all. But Joey, Hey, Joey was there and dad, Joey's dad didn't like him. But how long were you that guy? How Um, long were you? How long were you to guys together before he, he, before when you, before you went to Tahoe? Not, I mean, not very long at all. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. he lived in the Bay Area and I lived in L.A. and we knew each yeah, other. Yeah. And I think maybe I 
Got it. I think that was it. I think that was like the first time after we had like decided that we were like light really liked each other and we're like on the phone a lot. And so I think maybe I don't even know that I saw him one time before that, but I knew him though. It was like a person I knew. So I just, anyway, it was, but, and Jen, you were only together for a month and then you forced him to bring you out on a trip to New York. I didn't force. Okay. I sort of reminded him many times, but <laughs> I don't, I didn't pull his hand and tap the enter button. <laughs> you did everything but that. You did everything but pull his hand and pull out his credit card and put it down and then tap the enter button. You did everything but. And then when you got there, you were surprised that he was like claustrophobic. I don't think he was claustrophobic. I think he just was into somebody else, but like keeping both things afloat. And would you, would you say that like your anxiety of him, of losing him made you that aggressive about making sure he came out to visit you? No, I it wasn't about losing him. I didn't think I was going to lose him. We talked every single day while he was gone. I thought that like it was solid for a while, actually. But then I realized that was not the case. Um, But again, people can trick you into anything. Just whatever is convenient. He needed to charm you into anything. Sometimes I was charmed. So then I was uncharmed, and so thankfully it did not trigger me and keep me from going on my trip. Holy hell, Lauren with that damn well, snake. You, if you had forced Taz into taking a trip, then it'd be something different, but Taz, you I forgot we were calling him that. No, remember that after his name actually should be the captain. Cause he can captain a sailboat. No, his name is Taz. We're not calling yeah, him captain. Not I'm not calling a strange dude. Captain. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Right. I'm not doing Taz it. Taz is better. Taz is better. He, it's, it's, it stands for tall Australian z- xylophone. Z- z- That's an Tasmanian devil. He's a zebra thing. He's a zebra charmer. Not a zebra charmer. charmer. A zebra yeah. charmer. Oh, He's showing his stripes. He's showing all of his stripes. That's why. Yes, thankfully. Yeah. Um, Rob, don't deflect. What happened with you on your trip? Because when we started this show, before we even hit record, you said, uh. Don't shake Ugh. your head. You tell us. Oh, it is. Hurt. I have a couple. I have a couple. Pick but there the was one part. that was there was one that was brutal. Brutal. So unlike y'all, I was dating this girl for like two years. And, and you had never gone on a trip before? Uh we've I mean, we tripped around kind of like what, you know, Jen's doing now. But like we we tripped or you know what Santa Barbara's an hour away you know what I mean like we did that stuff over the two hours and stuff but we never like traveled traveled right and as you guys know my sister used to live in Germany yes right and um one year and we had a very volatile relationship to my point where my a lot of my friends were like bro why are you in this you know it was that kind of thing yeah. um but we were young and it's Hollywood and it's drinking and. She was doing drugs behind my back. I had no idea. But like now in retrospect, in retrospect, I'm like, of course she was doing drugs. That's when she would get like crazy when that that time of the night would hit. You know what I mean? Anyway, every Christmas, because my sister lives in Germany, my family and I would go to Germany, to Nuremberg, to the Christmas market and like all that other stuff. And it was a good time. And my dad was getting the Alzheimer's was getting bad. Right. And he was going to get to the point where he couldn't really travel anymore. So we made it like, this was going to be our last time going as a family to Germany. And, uh, I 
told my girlfriend at the time, I told her that I was going to go do this. And she was like, okay, am I coming? And I was like, uh, I didn't really think about it. And she's like, you didn't think about me coming. I'm your girlfriend. You think about me coming with you to, to Europe for Christmas. I'm like, you have your family lives in like Pomona. I'm like, well, you don't like, you don't need, I thought maybe you'd want to stay with them. They're right around the corner, you know? And she's like, I can't believe you. And then the whole thing started about me. I can't believe it. And I was like, this is kind of a trip for like my family to go, you know? And my mom, my mom didn't really like anybody I dated. I, I'm, my mom was my best friend. And my mom always thought that like they had to be the most amazing person in the world to, to date me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 you're wrong. But she didn't really like anybody, but she especially didn't like this girl. And this girl shamed me into being like, all right, yeah, you, you can come. I bought her a ticket to Germany. So we go and it was just, she, oh, she like traveling. It was like, buy me this at the store. And why don't we have that kind of water? And uh, I need a different neck pillow. And, and like, why are like our seats are, you know, why are they in this row? They should be in that row from the very beginning. And then we got stuck in Switzerland. Okay. And I love traveling. I love traveling by myself. The second I'm out of the country, I'm very, very happy. But like, I need somebody that's like down for adventure. Right. And there was a, such a bad snowstorm that we got stuck. The flights weren't going out. We got stuck at the Swiss airport. And I was like, this is amazing. And she was miserable, like starting fights, like throwing things at like the trash cans and stuff. If like she took a bite of something and she didn't like it because it wasn't like American, you know, that kind of shit. And then I was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a train. I'm buying us a train ticket from Switzerland to Germany. She did not like that at all. And I was like, we're going to see all of Europe on this train. And she was just miserable. And then we got to, you know, the, the destination and we were doing all the stuff with the family and seeing all of Germany. And the whole time she was huffing and puffing that I wasn't giving her enough attention that like we weren't going on dates by ourselves and we weren't spending enough alone time. And I was like, I told you this was a family trip. And I mean, she just made it miserable for everybody for the entire time we were there. Did Christmas you break was up miserable. When you got home? Uh, yeah, like very soon after we got home. Because that, like, I mean, clearly, if it were like two months in, three months in, four months in, or two years in, like that sounds like goodbye after that. Yeah, and and that it shied me away now from other taking other people. Like I won this trip to Switzerland, right? <laughs> and I don't have a girlfriend yet, but if I did, I don't know if I like if we were brand new dating, I don't know if I would want to take them on the, on a trip. I volunteered to come. Right. I'm taking uh I've asked Cedric if he wants to come. But oh, like, I, yeah. I, see. I think that'll be fun. But um but I don't, but if I was dating somebody, I'd be like, ah, God, I, I love traveling by myself so much now that somebody's really going to have to not only make up for what she did, but like to bring it back to normal, but like enhance my trip so much and have as much enthusiasm and kind of the same interests. Cause you guys had to have this, like if he took you to wine country and surprised you and you're like, I don't drink wine. He'd be like, uh, okay, well, we can go do something else. I don't like cheese. Okay. Um, my dog bad. needs to go out. We need to go home and take care of my dog well, now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could have been, it could, there could have been like many roadblocks and clearly we've all run into them. But then when you don't, that's like good signs. So we hope. So while we're on the subject of like 
the good things and the bad things that could go wrong. You guys, we're going to pack our bags and go on a romantic getaway to It's Complicated Island, and we are going to talk about some of the rules or like situations quickly that we've come up with based on our experiences, which you've just heard of. Like, let's just start right off the bat. Like, when I know this is a hard thing to answer, but when is a good time in the relationship to plan a trip? Now, I say that question with a little more specificity. Like, let's try to come up with it's not like after the third date, it's okay. I think it's more like if you've gotten to a certain stage, and whether that's after the third date or the third month or like the, you know, first month or whatever, I think once you have cleared some, the air on some things, then I think it's, you're safe enough to plan a trip, right? Like, do you guys think that if you've, if you've had a couple of discussions about some things, then it's a little more safe to say, okay, fine, let's, let's do this trip planning. Yeah. I think danger goes like if, if you, have had if you've gotten to know the person enough to not feel in danger and feel comfortable in traveling with them, then that's probably that you're okay. You're cleared to. to well, of course, you're going to say that because you just did it. But okay, like, well. <laughs> like, like, but it, that was why I was going to ask you that if you think that you didn't play those that those cards with him, if you didn't have that one date where you guys didn't get that deep and have those cards, but he still liked you, wanted to take you away, would you have gone? I don't know that I would have been ready because I would have felt like it might be awkward, but because we've had so many opportunities to talk about stuff, like not in person, but like text and calls and things like that between dates, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. So I felt comfortable enough that we'd have things to talk about and that I felt comfy with him. And he knew you enough to know Mochi's fucking coming along and we got to like plan it like for the dog. And there's the yeah. other little, ex- you know, no, he invited me. He invited me and Mochi and found a pet friendly hotel and yeah. made sure that she had bowls and a bed there waiting for her when she arrived. <laughs> yeah. See? Okay. Smart. Now, this is another thing. Okay. So, uh, well, two questions. Jen, are there certain things just because you just did this and it was successful? We said, okay, if you're comfy enough with the person and you're getting to know them or you feel like you've gotten to know them well enough to feel like you can take that next step, this is going to be different for everybody. But do you, is anything popping out in your mind as something that was like, I was really glad that like we talked about this and this. And I think that a lot of people could relate and probably feel comfortable if those things got checked off the list then to plan a trip like or is anything jumping out from that card game or just anything that you organically came up in a conversation yeah are there two things two or three things that you're like okay he said this right and this right and it doesn't have to be like i don't like to murder (laughs) well i knew he didn't but um i think one of the actual best things that we talked about was our interests but like what makes us happy the kinds of traveling we like to do the kinds of activities on trips we like to do well because, i mean that's just handing him the, the 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 cheat sheet that's no but I, for go. both of us like yeah. i didn't want i don't want to go mountain climbing and camping i don't want to do things that i'm going to be sticky and uncomfortable and huffing and puffing like if you put me in that scenario you're going to have a miserable time because i'm going to ruin it so don't put me in that scenario but if you take me wine tasting at a nice hotel and all the things and my dog can come and everything is planned and orchestrated and relaxing, just like I said, I wanted and He knows I like pools and things. So like 
but he likes that stuff too. So yeah, he wasn't just was doing it for you. It was no. that you guys aligned on those. Yeah. Those I was going to ask that. I'm like, are you going to, or do you wait? He's planning the next one, but when, when do you start planning and surprising him? No, I mean, he booked the hotel. Well, we are going, we're going to Palm Springs so I can meet his best friend and his best friend's wife. So he'll probably plan that too, but he knows what I like and don't like because we've talked about restaurants, what I eat, what I don't eat, like things that annoy me, things that annoy him. So we've covered a lot of that kind of stuff. So at least the logistics are not going to ruin the trip. But Mm -hmm. I think as far as like deeper conversations go, what we're both looking for, we're not going to like, neither of us were like, let's go on this trip to just bang it out and get back in town. So we knew that we were like dating with a purpose and wanting to get to know each other more. And to your point, Lauren, in the beginning about like finding out somebody's true colors from traveling, like totally could have been a miss if either of us turned into a nightmare or were stressed or tired or hungover or moody or irritated or whatever the case may be. But like everything was just so peaceful and breezy and like wonderful that I think maybe that's something we didn't talk about then. Like maybe it is good to go as quickly as Jen did because maybe you just find out all that shit right away, you you know, and then it's not. Yeah. Like shortly thereafter, if you, this didn't go, good that would have been like done like you would have known I mean even Rob two years into it you were like goodbye after that trip so it's like it does reveal a lot you know and I think also just thinking about listening to what you're saying Jen like okay yeah talking about traveling is a like if that's what you're interested in doing you're both interested and you like traveling then talking about it is good because then you know if you're going to travel like how to plan it but let's dig a little deeper The fact that you're even talking about traveling right there, if some dude brings traveling up to you, that means he's thinking about traveling with you. And if you don't want to travel with him, you'd be like, oh, and you probably wouldn't really answer like you wouldn't be that receptive. But you're also answering going, I couldn't imagine myself traveling with this guy. My point is, is that the spark was there. The excitement was there. So when either of you brought up the subject of traveling, you both dove in and started talking about it. You don't talk about traveling with someone you don't want to travel with. So it was already good. It was already kind of good from that point. Well, also actually the LA guy and I both talked about travel, but we never really talked about it together. And I always felt that was a sign because it felt really independent. Like we were living two very different lives that we're not going to mix. Um, or like a more like selfish life, you know, like you're not thinking about life with a partner and what that looks like. You're thinking about what trips I'm going to go on separately because that's, I'm planning a life by myself, not integrating somebody. And so a couple of things actually that I want to add that I did before we went away that helped me feel more comfortable, comfortable were we had two like night dinner date type things. Then we had a day date that was like more hours and like a slice of life. So I knew after I spent like hours with him doing like all of the things like bike riding and lunch and drinks and coffee and uh meeting his cat and all of those things like doing a tour around the marina by where he lives it was like a really great tell of how he'd be for many hours or like on a trip potentially and that I wouldn't get annoyed with him and he's fun and he planned a great day. Then he met some friends and I was like, okay, so they don't think he's a murderer or like awful. And he was awesome and brought 
my friend a bottle of wine for her birthday, just even to come by for 30 minutes. He brought her a bottle of wine, like as a gracious little guest. Then the next day he had me go to brunch with his best friend who was visiting. So then I met somebody in his life. So while would, I would have loved to have had sex before we went, because then I would have I known how that. I was just going to get to that. I was just yeah. going to get to that. That was on my radar of things I wanted to do before we went away because I was like, oh God, if we go away and the sex is bad for whatever reason or awkward, that's going to be hard to get through for three days. But it just didn't work out that we actually had a chance to hang out again to do that before we went away. And I am glad it worked out the way it did because it was like I was in the fantasy suite and everything was magic and like all of that was great. Okay, so. Great. So do we think that you typically, though, should do sex before you you go on a trip or while on the trip? I mean, listen, it could it, – it, this is, I think, the same answer. I'm just going to answer it. Like, it's a risk, <laughs> right? I think you should do it before. But if you're not going to and you're going to do it on the trip, it's a risk because if it sucks and it's weird, then you're like awkward. But then if it's great, then it's you're on the fantasy suite and you're on the right. If it's great, then you're on, like you're you're in Germany and you're having a more romantic time and you're or on the Swiss Alps or whatever. Like it's like the first time we did it was in this magical place. And you you guys keep saying if it's bad, then it's awkward and you got to be with them for three days. What? Like sex, unless they're like putting things in you you don't want in you or like doing some weird shit, nothing can be awkward enough sex-wise where you can't be hanging out with them for no, fucking yes, right. it can. Yeah. two days. No, but did you not see Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Like the, that newly married couple who were like super religious, they have really bad sex and it was awkward for them and they wanted to not be around each other. Do you not remember that? Okay. I'll be alone. Um, But it could be like, it wouldn't be so awkward that you can't be, but it just, it would suck to like be starting to be curious about like, Hey, I don't feel like there's sexual chemistry. Like now what do we do for the rest of the trip? Like he's trying to make out with me and like kind of, well, you wouldn't take somebody on a trip. I mean, I would hope that you wouldn't take somebody on a trip if you didn't feel sexual chemistry. Okay. So let's make sure you are, at least if you don't have sex, you need to feel sexual chemistry to go on the trip because you know what's going to happen. You need to be excited about it. So let's just say that should be a rule. Like sexual chemistry has to be existent or you don't go fucking go on a trip and try to no. discover if it's there. If it's not don't, yeah, already don't there do it, yet, Don't like, do it because no. you feel like you no. have to. Don't do no. it because like you're like, this feels like I should the next step and let me see how that goes. No, it, it, if anything, the sexual chemistry is really there and you want to see how the rest of your relationship is like you said jen about i don't like being around sticky things do you know what i mean so like which is also part of i guess sexual chemistry (laughs) (laughs) but 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 yeah but you know what i mean so like it's to figure out all the other stuff yes that you have Um, questions on that real life stuff Exactly. And again, I knew that we had like chemistry from kissing and just, we just like to like touch each other when we were around each other and be near each other. And like our hugs were really connected and good. And so I just knew that it would probably be good, but it is the outlier of like, is it going to be though? I really hope so. Cause this guy is so great. I'm like, is this going to be the catch? Like we talked about it when it happened. We're like, thank God. <laughs> thank God we can cross that fear off the list. Um, but yeah, so I think those are some things to think about, like, you know, but also there's other stuff like who's going to pay for what, who, you know, is that awkward? Yeah. We should, we should do it. We should do a part two, a traveling part two and get into all the other questions. Who pays? 
what's what's the hotel situation like like uh, how far into the relationship are you really yeah, like if if you're planning a trip is it good to like staycation or like just make it somewhere drivable or is it like yeah do you, do you start like small and then move out? further outside of of your boundaries that you have yeah i mean there's a whole bunch of questions that we could do a part two we could do a part two why not it's our fucking podcast. Not. Now we've laid the 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 groundwork. We all know what our history is. We're all across the board with like trips going good and bad and at what stages we were at. So everyone can relate. Now we need to like come back and talk about some more specifics. But I think a good rule is like definitely make sure there's sexual chemistry for sure before yes. you go on the trip because yeah. it's not the time to discover if that's going to come about or not if you yeah, make sure you like the, the person point, if you haven't gotten to the point where sexual chemistry is even present it's too soon that's another sign about like when's too soon and when isn't like you need to be on the precipice of all of those things just about in, just about to like getting to the next level just about to explode like ooh, if we're gonna have sex it's gonna be great or whatever like you need to be like just on that fence right there. Well, that's why, you know, Jen's favorite show, The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, that's why they do it in that order, right? It's meet, then it's going on little dates, then it's like a group date, and then it's, you know, more little dates and one-on-ones, and then you start traveling together, right? That's what we and did. Then, yeah, yeah. Just like The Bachelor. Just, Just only like in three weeks, but here we are. I mean, I actually think, isn't The Bachelor a three-week shoot? I was going to say, it's like very short amount of time. So yeah, I think it's like, you're on par. I think it's like six. You're on par. Oh, yeah, it's longer. Yeah, but like at the point they're traveling is like where you'd be at right now. So you're basically perfect. on The Bachelor in real life. Well, in three weeks, I might be engaged. So stay tuned for the season finale and the final oh, rose. God, I hope you just that. scared the fuck out of him and he's never, you're never going to hear from him again. No, he's definitely not going to be afraid of that. Taz, Taz, <laughs> stick around. She didn't mean it. Stick around, Taz. Uh, we're good. But anyway, you guys, if you want to learn more about all of this travel business and dating and relationshipy stuff, keep tuning into It's Complicated for part two of our travel series, When to Go on a Trip with Somebody You're Dating. While you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, share it with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. And while you're there, pick up some merch because we've got some great stuff for sale and we don't want you to miss it. Where can everyone find you guys? If you do order merch, make sure you order it about a size or two larger than what you would usually wear because we're getting some of our merch in and it's a little tight. It's running little a tight. little small. So size up if you want a roomier, trendy fit. You're yeah. welcome. Size up. <laughs> And you can follow me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on all the social meets. And you can follow me at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meets as well. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Lee and Ellie, and Rob Evers.